episode of Pod Sound School. Over the next few episodes, we are going to dive headfirst into the world of remote recording and interviews. Achieving high-quality sound remotely has long been a tremendous struggle for podcasters. Over the next few weeks, we're going to attempt to investigate and uncover the pro tips to triumph over the maddening, time-consuming, strangulating hindrance that is remote recording. It definitely was not our intention to start a startup or even do a startup in podcasting. That's Zachariah Moreno, one of the founders and developer of Squadcast, an amazing company specializing in remote interviews for professional podcasts. He was nice enough to stop by the school and lend us his expertise on the topic. Firstly, I wanted to ask him how Squadcast came to be. I'm a full-stack web developer. I'm a full-stack software engineer and have a, a deep background in that stuff. And I am only telling you that because I, I write too much code, it felt like at the mm. time. And I went to art school and used to paint every day in, in high school before that. And I was always really trying to you know work with my hands and be creative as often as possible. And I had kind of lost some of that working in a lot of software projects. It felt kind of sterile. My solution to that is typically to, to do creative side projects. In need of a new creative side project and inspired by an article in Wired magazine on the emerging genre in podcasting of audio dramas, Zach found himself an instant fan of audio drama podcasts like Bright Sessions and Ars Paradoxica. Zach wanted to make the leap from podcast listener to creator. And he wanted to create a science fiction audio drama. And he knew just the dudes to help him. My brother, Vince, is an audio engineer and sound designer. And then my best friend, Harrison, is a fairly decorated playwright and has worked on some science fiction scripts in the past. Their skill sets combined, they started working on an audio drama with great results. But not long after starting, they ran into issues. The bottleneck became the quality of the remote vocals that we were recording with voice actors. We went looking for resources and tried some of those solutions. It was just a a quality bottleneck. We had all this great production value and sound design and really great stuff. My brother's a Pro Tools operator, so, you know, he was doing great work. And it's like the feature of that should be the vocals of these characters. (laughs) And it it was the worst part of (laughs) of the audio. They became very discouraged about the issues of shoddy sounding remote recordings. Zach remembers a conversation with his brother one day while on his commute home. This is not going to fly, dude. And it was crossing over the Bay Bridge that he... Started making some lists and thinking about how we could use the kind of very modern forward-leaning technology stack to empower a remote recording workflow that didn't sacrifice the quality. Felt like a compromise. Like, to be remote, we had to sacrifice quality. And we thought, well, wouldn't it be great if we could have our cake and eat it too? They thought, what if Google Drive had an equivalent to Google Docs, but for audio recording? Where instead of having a collaborative like writing experience, we could have a collaborative audio recording experience. And it's all cloud-based. A collaborative recording space where they could work with voice actors. At the time, they weren't thinking about interviews or where this venture might take them. We decided to pivot from a podcast to creating a tool that would help empower our workflow. And it turned out that, you know, other people had that same bottleneck and wanted to improve their quality as well. And so, Squadcast was born.
Hey, Zach, thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to chat with us today. Thank you so much for having me, Stephen. Really grateful for the opportunity to connect with you, Veronica, and uh, and your audience. It's really cool work you're doing. Well, thank you. Yeah, and I just really appreciate you coming down to the Pottown School. And I'm a huge fan of Squadcast, and I use it for all of my interviews. And I think it's just a wonderful resource for podcasters. And I just kind of wanted to pick your brain about it, introduce it to people, and also maybe find out some techniques about how you can get the most out of using Squadcast. So now that we've heard a little bit about how Squadcast got started... I was wondering if you could kind of set the stage for the audio quality that is out there with remote recording, like with Skype or something to that effect, and explain what you guys are doing at Squadcast to improve our remote experience. Yeah, I think, um, you know, uh, your listeners can tell when you record a phone call or when you record on Skype or something to that effect. Really, to quote Chris Curran with the Podcast Engineering School, lower quality audio really just serves as a distraction for your listeners. Instead of thinking about your message that you want them to take away, they're thinking subtly about why does this one person sound much worse than the other person? Because <laughs> that's what ends up happening. Podcasters have amazing setup with, you know, awesome mics a lot of times. And that's where the focus is. It's like, I want to improve the quality. I need some hardware. A lot of times with a professional podcaster recording over something like Skype or another VoIP solution, they will sound amazing because they're recording themselves locally into software or into their mix pre six or something with great preamps. And the podcaster will sound great, but their remote guest will sound much lower quality. And it's a number of reasons for that. They're not typically thinking about their their environment that they're recording in or their mic technique. Those things, no amount of code I write or you know pixels we push are going to improve those things. So there's mm-hmm. there's best practices and all of those things. And I think that can be pretty easily remedied with like the preparation that you help your guest with before they join you in your in your recording session. But when you're recording remotely over the VoIP connection, the network compresses that audio and does all kinds of things to it. And it's not even a consistent level of quality one minute to the next because your kid might be streaming Netflix in the other room and your network connection, while it's probably still good, is being eaten up in other areas. That can affect the quality of recording in that way. What they're trying to do is make sure that you stay connected to the person you're speaking with and they will Mm -hmm. sacrifice the quality of that video or audio conversation to preserve that connection no matter what. And podcasters who are focused on creating content for listeners after the fact, they don't want to make that sacrifice. They have a different set of things that they're trying to optimize for, whereas Skype is trying to keep you connected. You are, you know, wanting a constant quality for everybody, not Mm -hmm. not just yourself. And what we do is is a little bit different than that is very different than that, I should say, because we have a focus on creating a workflow and tools for podcasters, we have the same interests and can prioritize the quality of your audio. And we, we do that for everybody in the conversation. And uh, we don't sacrifice the host versus the guest quality. Everybody is a, a constant quality, constant gain levels. And what we're trying to achieve is to fool your listener into believing that you're in the same location, that you're in the same studio recording together in person. They should, it should be completely transparent to them 
that your guest is not in the same room as you. Mm-hmm. And we do that by recording everybody locally on their machine before the audio travels over the network. We capture it. And then every once in a while, we push that audio up to our cloud. So it's already been recorded. And then it travels over the network. And then whenever you're done, we get that audio and create um, a WAV file for everybody who is in the conversation. So we would have, in this case, you and I are not in the same location. Mm-hmm. And we have Zach.wave and Steven.wave. And each of those is just our independent audio. And that gives a lot of flexibility for post-production. The quality is much higher than you'll likely publish it as because it's a lot of people publish as MP3 or AAC. Mm-hmm. Um, that's totally cool. We just want to give you the highest quality possible so that you can choose your post-production workflow and how you want to deliver that audio to your to your listeners. Yeah, and that's so helpful. You know, before I was introduced to Squadcast, I was experimenting with encouraging my guests to record themselves onto their computer. I think that's called a double ender. Yeah, the double ender. That's exactly what our research showed is is the best way to do it. And that's how radio stations do it. And Mm -hmm. people used to do that and talk on the phone and record themselves to tape and then put it in the mail and send it to the studio. And then they would get chop it together. Yeah. And this is a much more modern version of a what we call a multi ender. So multi ender. Yeah, because we can support up to four people recording together at a time. Hmm. So you can record four people simultaneously having a real-time conversation two separate tracks and then we're uploading that as we go we call that progressively uploading progressively uploading in the background while you're recording and that has a number of benefits that i can touch on if you'd like but um, really it helps make our solution bulletproof and then also very fast with the upload because we don't want your guests to have to wait around for a big file to upload when you're done recording they're busy people. They're cool people. And that's why they're going to be a guest on your show. And likely they're probably busy. So we felt it kind of invasive to ask guests to leave a browser tab open for a file to upload in the background. So we just try to get it off of their machine as quickly as possible. And that way we can provide it to the host, you in this case, after the fact. And that it's kind of magical. You hit stop and your files are available. So yeah. There's no like progress bar even because it's it's happening while you're recording. Because if you think about it, the the app's kind of sitting idle for the most part while we're talking. So we might as well use that time to our advantage and uh, and be doing some work in the background to get that that audio up in the cloud. Oh, that's great. Yeah, and then I guess the the other benefit is that if something happens, the power goes out or suddenly your your connection gets lost, then at least the interview up until that point is saved. Exactly right. We have a few second margin of error with that, but it's never been a problem. We That margin of error was something that we validated from the community as like, yeah, that's cool. You know, we, we'd be totally cool with that. And then the, the idea is that you know, you reconnect whenever power is reestablished or the network comes back up. You reconnect whenever you're comfortable and pick up where you left off. And you never are going to, we never want you or your guests to have to re-record anything mm-hmm. or you to be in a situation where you would lose audio. We had read a bunch of blog posts and stuff on Twitter about other services that came before Squadcast losing people's audio, destroying the quality, compressing it, and just being generally unreliable. 
And so progressive upload is the fastest way we found to upload it. And we used to do a traditional upload and we got it from like 15 minutes down to one minute. And now it's like seconds for us. And then, yeah, the bulletproofness is kind of the way we think about it is making it absolutely impossible to lose audio uh, for for any of the people in a conversation. Hmm. Yeah, it's just really magic. Um, now, I wanted to touch on things that you might be able to do to get the most out of Squadcast. Like I mentioned before, in experimenting with asking guests to record their side of the interview and email me the file, well, even when they would do that, they often wouldn't use proper recording techniques or even a decent microphone. Do you have any ideas maybe of an introductory or a pre-interview email that a podcaster might send to their guests without asking too much from them or potentially offending them? How can we get our guests to help us get the most out of Squadcast? Um, In that preparation email, I think the best one, it's really great that you're already doing that and trying to optimize it. So I think some people aren't even doing that, like, you know, preparing their guests. They may let them know the time and date and link to join you in the session. But that is a really great opportunity to help prepare your guest for recording audio, because a lot of times like you're saying, they're they're not familiar with that, um, how, to, how to preserve the quality and do what they can. So Liz Covart with Ben Franklin's World is one of our hosts and records all of her remote interviews on Squadcast. And I think her email is probably the best that I've seen. Hmm. And she's written it in a way that's a little bit funny. So that way you're not questioning people's experience with audio or anything like that. She sends her guest a microphone headset combo in the mail in advance, which is an interesting thing that you can help get your guest quality even higher than what we can do with Squadcast because a built-in internal microphone and full transparency, that is what I'm using right now. So (laughs) I wanted to throw that out there because I'm coming back from PodFest and my microphone is in another person's bag and I am not prepared for today's interview as much as I'd like to be. So uh, full transparency, I apologize there. (laughs) This is my default internal on my on my MacBook. So should sound pretty good because I'm in my environment and we're using Squadcast. So uh, yeah, Liz takes that extra step of sending a microphone in advance and then um, including posted so that way they can send it back to her. And I, I believe she's she has a Sennheiser preference like because that's similar to what she's using. So she's going to a, a deeper level than most people would to, to really get that quality very high. Mm-hmm. But I do think that's a fairly cheap thing to do. It makes your guests feel much more like they're in a podcast and it takes care of the mic technique concern because they essentially have a microphone strapped to the side of their face. That's the right distance away from their mouth. Mm -hmm. They can move their head around, which is a common thing that guests do not thinking about the proximity to the microphone impacting the gain of their voice or things like that. So she found that the headset was a good way to go. And I do think that rings true across all of our hosts. Harry Duran with Podcast Junkies does exactly the same thing. And those are like $20 for like one of those Sennheiser or Logitech, you know, a bunch of companies make them. Beyond that, it's in, so that takes care of the mic technique. If you're, if you're able to send your guest a microphone and another idea there, if you don't want to buy something, or worry about the logistics, because that's what I think is kind of the only pain point that I see with that approach is postage and going to the post office and like having them send it back and waiting for that. So I think Liz has like two or three headsets and that way she can let her guests take their time sending it back and she can send the next one out. Uh She's a professional, so she's got time baked in to do that. 
But I will do a you know, pro tip there. And also for podcasters that want to upgrade their microphone, I highly, highly recommend checking out MikeReynolds.com. My good friend, Stephen Aruda is the co-founder and CEO there. And um, they make that process turnkey. You can go to their website and plug in your guest address. They'll ship it out. It's a two-day rental and it comes prepackaged to sending it back to Mike Reynolds. And that is the same experience from the guest perspective. All they have to do is get it out of the box and plug it into USB, uh, click the link for Squadcast, and they're there talking to you. And yeah, Stephen, they have a ton of options for microphones. And that's why I also recommend it for podcasters. We all love hardware and Uh love microphones, right? So it's a great way to test out high-end microphones before you drop the coin on it. And that way you can hear samples in your environment um, with your voice and then make an informed purchase decision on that microphone if you like it. Wow, those are some great tips. Sending a headset, finding a nice way of encouraging some mic techniques, and then micrental.com. That sounds great. I'm going to check them out for sure. And Zach, I know you're a busy man, but before you go, I was hoping to hear a little bit about what's on the horizon. I know that before we started recording, you were telling me about the V2 release. Yeah, it's super exciting. We have a lot of things planned and V2 is a uh, is right around the corner. It'll be like a month or two. So we're, we're not slowing down, we're speeding up and really taking the best practices we've learned from the last uh, two plus years building V1 we're taking all of that knowledge and really refining it into a complete rewritten application that has an emphasis on cross-browser support. So right now we've constrained it to just Chrome. V2, we've, we've heard the community loud and clear. They don't want to have to tell their guests install Chrome or use Chrome. Mm-hmm. So we're broadening support to cross-browser and that is inclusive of mobile. So right now we're constrained to desktop and, uh, and laptop. So we'll be opening that up to cross-browser on desktop and mobile, and that'll be accessible through the web at first. But also this same rewritten application is also going to get us to proper native mobile applications. Hmm. We don't want your guests to ever have to worry about creating an account with Squadcast or installing Squadcast or anything else. And we we want to, to preserve that going into mobile. So if your guest wants to install an application in advance, they can. And we're going to be doing some pretty clever things with those invite links that we have where uh, it'll deep link into your session if they want to install something, but it'll prompt them to install it before. And uh, and then they can uninstall it if they want to after, or it'll work in Chrome on their phone and they don't have to install anything, Chrome and Firefox, whatever. So that is a big focus for V2. And then also the other bit is we're, we're expanding our pricing options. Right now it's one tier for $20 a month or $200 a year. And that is basically unlimited. Our only real limit is uh, what I mentioned before, four participants in one session. So the host and up to three guests is our only real limit with that uh, current plan that we have. That works for you know most podcasters, but people, there are uh, a lot of podcasters who do most of their interviews in person and you know occasionally they'll do a remote interview. And we don't want to lock them into a monthly subscription to do record the occasional remote interview. Uh-huh. So we've recognized that listening to the community, the feedback, and we're, we're adding um, an hourly pricing option and that'll be $5 an hour recorded to record anytime on Squadcast. Oh, cool. And that's our recorded, not our in session. So 
people can talk for as long as they want to. And uh, it'll only really be counted while they're recording and we're capturing that audio for them. And also like an improved onboarding process and like the green room is getting an update to, to be full screen video. So a uh, new dashboard is uh, the schedule and library pages are being combined into a new dashboard uh, where all of it is accessible um, in one place. So oh, really cool. exciting stuff. And uh, we'll definitely get you in early so I can get your feedback. And, yeah, that'd be great. Uh, we'll, we'll get better together. Yeah, that sounds wonderful. And yeah, I'm, uh, this is my main platform for doing a lot of interviews. And this is fun. Um, as you were talking, I was just kind of getting excited because I'm using Squadcast. I'm a customer of Squadcast. I'm also talking to, you know, one of the founders of Squadcast on Squadcast. <laughs> it's a trip, right? <laughs> yeah, it's very, it's, very meta. Yeah, it's very cool. Um, <laughs> I just really appreciate you coming by today. And thank you so much for helping out these little pod skis get their get their shows off the ground and get going and get improving their audio quality. <laughs> Thank you, Stephen. really appreciate the opportunity. Love the work you're doing with Pod Sound School and really grateful for the opportunity to connect with you and your audience and help, you know, broaden the access that podcasters have to quality audio for their remote interviews. Cool. Thanks a lot. Oh, 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 oh,